Hey guys, I'm Emily, and welcome to Fat Ma and I. So, obviously, this is my very first episode. I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm enthusiastic about it. It's something I've been thinking about for the past couple days. I've been wanting a new hobby, and I was just like, I'm a frequent listener to the Joe Budden podcast, and I was like, why not just make one of my own? So, here we are. Um, here I am, and I'm speaking to you guys. You guys are listening. Thank you, by the way. Um, I'm always open to feedback, so please feel free. And I think the only way to appropriately start this podcast is with a song. I just want this to be a very raw, unfiltered podcast about sex and sexual health. Um, I just feel like sex is a very taboo subject in our society when it's something that is very natural um like i mean the human race wouldn't exist if we didn't have sex i mean how else would we procreate (laughs) so topics on the show would range all the way from dating and identity to um, favorite positions and fetishes um the whole point of the show is meant to be like lighthearted and fun so do not take me seriously (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to make people laugh out here, you feel me? Um, So every week, there will be a new topic based on questions submitted by, hopefully, you guys in the audience. I really wanted to make the show interactive and engaging. So um, please, please, don't don't be afraid of interacting. Um, Just a quick disclaimer, though. I am not in any way a licensed professional. I am just a girl, or should I say a woman, speaking from experience, But if you are experiencing any symptoms or have any serious questions, please, please, please consult your doctor. I know we're in quarantine. I know it's kind of difficult to like go physically see your doctor, but there really are only just a call away. Worst comes to worst, there is Planned Parenthood. There's definitely a resource for people. So, yeah. So just to quickly introduce myself. My name is Emily. I am attending the George Washington University. I am an international affairs major with a concentration on contemporary cultures and societies. Um, And I guess that's kind of what kind of drove me to making this podcast because I love studying people. I love analyzing people. I love just learning about people. And obviously a common practice across all cultures is sex. Um, so I kind of, I kind of got inspired from that. Um, and just another couple more things about myself. Uh, I am a Scorpio. That's my zodiac sign. So as well as I, I low-key write poetry. Um, but that's not really something a lot of people know. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I like being creative in some ways, even though I am artistically challenged. (laughs) So, um... Like I said, I'll start off every podcast with a question. So the question of the day today is, what does sex mean to me? There's like a lot of meanings when it comes to sex. If you look it up on Google, the first definition, if you just quickly look up sex, is sex. A noun, sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse. So when I'm talking about sex, I, I mean sexual intercourse. But of course... Just so if anybody did not know, sex can also mean 
either of the two main categories, male and female, into which humans and most other living things are divided on the basis of their reproductive functions. That is also different from gender, which a lot of people tend to confuse. But that's another conversation for another day. Here, we're talking about sexual intercourse. Sex is everywhere. My mother always says sex sells. And it's really, you see it. I, through music, whether it be your rapper's favorite lyrics. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Pussy Fairy still slaps. <laughs> Shout out to my girl, Janae. Um, that, like, it's in music, poems, ads, books, like, everywhere. It's literally everywhere. Yet, our society makes it seem so taboo, which is, like, insane. Like, like how is it that something that you shy people away from talking about is the same thing you use to attract people. And, like, that's the thing about sex. Sex is very... Sex draws up feelings, whether it be uncomfortable, whether it be lust, whether it be love, um, attachment. Like, sex is a very powerful thing if you think about it. I mean, it might be the fact that there's pleasure behind it. It might be the fact that you could get pregnant and give give life to another being like sex is very 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 complicated (laughs) so i think that's why like there's so much there's so much talk about sex like i mean who hasn't sat around in a group of friends and start talking about sex or like your sexual experiences like sex can be awkward sex can be embarrassing sex can be fun and amazing sex can be sad like i mean We've all had that breakup sex. Come on, let's really be honest. <laughs> We've all had that toxic sex. So, I mean, oh my God, you could play a drinking game with the amount of times I'm about to say sexist episode. <laughs> but, um, so, for me, back to the question of what does sex mean to me? I mean, for me, I'm still growing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm still young. I'm still a girl in college. Like, I by no means am wise or an expert in this topic. I, like I said, I'm just speaking upon my experience. But for me, like, this might be the Scorpio in me, but sex could be, sex is intense for me. Sex is a way for me to really connect with a person. I mean, personally, I cannot really enjoy sex if I don't have some type of connection with the person I'm having sex with. Not I'm not necessarily saying that I have to be in a relationship with the person, but I am saying that, like, oh, I guess one-night stands are just not my thing. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, I tried it. I didn't say it. I can't say I didn't try it. I did try it. Um, this is just personally really not my thing. I, I mean, shit, if the vibes are right, I'm, like, I'm not against sex on the first date. If the vibes are right shit the vibes are right lord knows where it could go from there but like like sex is very complicated like i really do prefer i'm not really a one and done type of girl i i would i do enjoy reoccurring dick (laughs) to keep it a buck (laughs) i mean hey like i said i'm gonna be very blunt like there's no beating around the bush for me so but an unpopular opinion I do have about sex. Sex is low-key weird. Okay, fuck that. Not low-key. High-key weird. Like, if you really take a second and think about it, sex was made pleasurable for a reason. 
But if you strip that pleasure away, would people still be having sex as much as they did? I mean, yes, sex does make babies. So yes, we do need to have sex. But (laughs) sex is weird. Like just the, I don't know, to me, just the thought of like, it's just like you get so wrapped up in your emotions. Like maybe this just be me. Like you just get so carried away. And like one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, you're fucking having sex. Like you're fucking. <laughs> that shit be wild. <laughs> I mean, no, but like actually, take a take a moment and think about it. Like how many times has there been moments where it's just like, oh, I'ma just kiss him. Like that's it. That's it. Next thing leads to another. Like yeah, fucking. <laughs> shit be crazy i mean the mo the, like this idea of like sex being pleasurable for a reason like i got it i got it from reading this like this text in one of my philosophy classes in high school called the praise of folly and um i like i just remember her talking about like folly is the goddess of foolishness so when she said that she gave the gift of sex to like pleasurable sex to humanity as a way of like avoiding the fact that the annoyance and the responsibility of kids like really think about it like how many how many times do you actually think about kids while you're having sex like that shit be gone gone out the window like i mean shit like I know damn well I don't be thinking about no kids. I don't be thinking about getting pregnant when I'm having sex. Like shit, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. There'd be moments where I just be wanting to risk it all. But but thank God for protection. Feel me? Guys, strap up. Strap up, girls. Don't forget that birth control. Feel me? Like, especially to my young ones, like my youngins, like high schoolers and college students, you feel me? Chase that degree, chase that bag. Don't chase no kids. <laughs> Um, but back to what I was saying about sex and like being pleasurable like for me I need to be able to feel comfortable enough to communicate with the person about what exactly I want like I'm not really the most easiest person to open up to people like people like a lot of people like I really I really have a small circle there's really a small circle for me so in order for me to have sex with a person like I have to fuck with you. I mean, I know I'm not the only one. People, like, if you have sex with a person you fuck with on some shit, like, it's fun as shit. Like, you really enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to be judgmental to people here. Like, shit, you do you. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, it is your body, your choice. Like, yes, girls, your body, your choice. I am pro-choice. You feel me? Hashtag fuck them kids. Let me stop. <laughs> seriously um like it's just i want to promote sexual freedom within women like why is it that there's still this double standard of girls can't be out here fucking every nigga that they want i mean to each their own i personally i don't give a fuck about what other people think like for me it's all about i'm very low-key about my sexual partners i don't really like sharing i'm gonna keep it a buck i'm very possessive in that way or even like sharing I just don't like that shit in my face. Like, I don't... I might be the only one, or some of you guys might agree, but I, I don't like it when other girls get jacked that they have the same dick that I did. 
Like, am I bugging for that? But it's just, <laughs> that's just me. Like, I, like, yes, I would like to be the only one to say that I had some fire ass dick from this nigga. But that might just be me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, sex comes in so many ways. It's oral, then there's actual sexual intercourse. And then, like, I mean, think about it, like, the LGBTQ plus community. I really hope I got that right because I fucked that up every time. I'm so sorry if I fucked that up. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like, shit, there's even people that are asexual. Like, I know people who are asexual. And, like, it really just goes to show, like, sexuality is really on a spectrum. Like, there's no way... Like, even as, like, time goes on, I I really am fucking with the sexual revolution where we're breaking these barriers and these boxes that people try to put us in. Like, shit. Like, automatically. Like, that's another thing I would like to talk about. Like, I might dedicate a whole nother episode to this, but to toxic masculinity and how that affects sexuality, especially within the Black community and the Latino community. Like, I see it all the time. Like around me this is i was watching the show insecure and in one of the episodes um molly had gotten with a guy who um molly's one of the characters in the show by the way molly had gotten with the guy who had a previous sexual experience with another guy but he only did it once he said that he only did it to experiment and like just to find out what it would be like to be with another guy and like, that really had me thinking, because it's like, how is it that girls are able to explore with the same sex or gender, but when men do it, they're automatically deemed as gay, but girls can be straight and do it, like, that's just that's, that's some food for thought, <laughs> I mean, why is it that, though, because, like, I support men exploring their sexuality, like, Sexuality is really hard to confine in a box. And the fact that, yes, like, when I speak to my mother, right, my mother sees, like, she's older, obviously, and she, she's been raised a certain way. She's went to Catholic school in, um, in DR for, like, all her life, and then she came to the U.S., and we were having a topic about sexuality and about sex, and... My mother has always emphasized the fact about how number one thing for, like, in order for me to get, like, if I do get involved in any sexual type of activity is to know, like, to make sure the man respects me, like, my partner respects me. Um, and, like, that's just something that stuck with me. Like, that is something I really do carry and value a lot. Like, I'm not going to, like, I personally very... I. I have a very deep connection with my, my, my pussy, bro. Like, the whole title of this podcast is called Fat Ma and I. Fat Ma is what I call my pussy. I mean, shit. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I just have that connection. And I just, like, I feel like, shit, she's golden. She's a prize. Like, it's not just something everybody can obtain. But then again, the flip side to that question, 
to that mental, like, to that thinking is, like, there's also people who just feel like sex is just sex. And, like, like for me, I, have, I need to have that intensity. I need to have that connection with the person. But there's also people that are able to have, like, that one that one night stand and like sex is just something pleasurable that they like to like to indulge in is it overindulgent i don't know it depends on your habits (laughs) but there's also like i haven't even talked about masturbation like fuck around you're getting a whole nother episode on masturbation but it's just sex is something that needs to be explored and i feel like this generation is the one to really explore it and I want to encourage the next generation to fucking do the same thing. Because it's like, why is it that we have to be confined? Why is it that something so natural has to be restricted? I mean, everybody has their values and morals. like, But like that's the thing that a lot of the older generation like seems to not understand about our generation. Like, we aren't confined we do not want to be confined like we're a rebellious ass generation and like what is those what else is there to say okay i was raised catholic right but for me like i identify as spiritual i'm a very spiritual person i do believe in a higher being i do believe in in like like a god but like i do have very similar morals to like the Ten Commandments and all that stuff, but like, I definitely had sex before marriage. Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious if I'm making this on a podcast, <laughs> but like, it's very. I just find it interesting how, for a lot of religions, like, um, it's always reserved between like husband and wife, but it's like. If you really think about it, the way the why why we practice religion the way we do is because of older generations. Like I feel I personally believe in like reading the Bible and interpreting it myself. That's why I'm very I'm I don't really I'm not a really church goer. I identify as Christian, but I'm not really a church goer. Because it's like a lot of these a lot of the practices is like I just don't have that connection. It's like, I can't, I can't, yeah, I really can't connect. Like, the messages are great, the positivity, and, like, like the idea of God does promote a way of, like, self-love and positivity. Like, is trust me, it's not anything negative. I'm not, I'm not bashing any religion. I'm not bashing Christianity. I'm not at all. But it is interesting how sex tends to be restricted in those religions. I mean, shit, with sex comes great responsibility. There's STDs, there's the chance of pregnancy, there's, like, it's very, sex is a very, once again, intense, um, I'm just trying to find the right word, like, there's really no word, like, to describe sex, like, sex is just, <laughs> sex, like, it's, a th- it's, it's, boggling mind-boggling how a three-letter word can bring so many emotions out of a person or just a society like if you look across society so i had taken a social cultural anthropology um class 
highly recommend like highly recommend um as well as sociology like any anything where it has to do with study of societies like highly recommend that those classes but we had read come um a book called it Com- the coming of age in samoa by margaret mead and in that book it's supposed to be a comparison of american culture like growing up in america like the idea of growing up in american culture and like growing up in samoa and like just the practices even the way they approach sex is very different I, i'm not going to spoil the book like because i highly recommend uh, for anybody like just looking for a new perspective but i will give a warning that book does have its flaws since it, that book is is over a century old so at the same time don't like like i said don't really take everything for what it is <laughs> but it is an interesting read um so i definitely recommend it and like even in that class we did study sexuality and gender it's crazy how in the us there's such like there's still so much hate against trans people like yes we are making progress but there is still a lot of discrimination and like and all that stuff like think about it like i'm assuming a lot of my listeners are around my age and like late teens to early 20s like around that age but it's kind of crazy to think about how same-sex marriage did not get legalized until like what 2016 like that's kind of insane not even 2015 the exact date when same-sex marriage became legal in the u.s was june 26 2015 and that's that's a that's a that's very sad if you think about it how is it that America is supposed to be the symbol of freedom and uh, oh, equality for all, but yet people couldn't get married? See, like, the law really prohibited people from getting married in, because they were of the same sex. And the thing is, like, a lot of the older generation, like, tends to think that, like, gayness or like any anything other than heterosexuality is a disease and i'm like what like when like okay when i i like trust me i love my mother but sometimes i could just not agree with the things she says for example my mother once again she had said that from her experience and from her talking to people like she does not she does not hate against gay people like trust me she does not like she she does not have anything against them but she just did say something that i was just like i can't like it it, like it took me back like that like once again like i said my mother has a very religious background so i don't blame her for thinking like this but she said that a lot of people who are gay lesbian etc tend to have like a troubled past or tend to have never felt love from like for example if it were a woman who had come out as lesbian that she she tends have just never have never either had never experienced love true genuine love from a man or 
or like just have a troubled past with men and things like that but like that's where I think like that's where I completely disagree with my mother because I really believe that love comes in all shapes and sizes and like like there's no like honestly I genuinely believe sometimes your soulmate isn't even isn't even your um your partner I really believe like sometimes your soulmates be your best friends like I've seen it like people who genuinely stick by your side for me soulmates is not just about love soulmates is just people I have are meant to be in my life like soulmates are people who are meant to just stick like just stick in my life forever and it's just like um so yeah I kind of went off on a tangent I'm sorry about that but back to the topic of sex (laughs) back to the topic of sex um but yeah like hopefully I will um I would eventually get some guests on the show um of course I'm probably gonna start off with some friends so um if you are a friend listening yo what's up (laughs) don't feel free don't be afraid of reaching out um as well as uh back to the point of how I want to structure the show and things like that please don't be afraid of sending questions or like a topic that you would like for me to talk about um for like for real really don't be afraid a lot of people tend to say I'm intimidating but I'm actually very nice like don't be afraid of saying hi if you do see me I mean we're in quarantine right now it's hashtag social distancing y'all better be doing that wear your mask and your gloves corona like corona is definitely here especially I'm I'm from New York so we definitely are seeing a lot of cases like I'm very cautious I probably have not gone outside in like a month um yeah, it's hard. Oh, let's quickly talk about that. Sex and quarantine. Like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I've seen so many memes online about how everybody's just, like, feeding to go outside and stuff. But, like, I've also seen a lot of memes about, like, people, like, wanting sex. And I'm like, honestly, I do not blame you. <laughs> because, like... Just let I just want to let you know if you are if you are out here and you are really craving some sex, trust me, you are not the only one. We are out here, yo, make it through it. Trust me, you will not die without sex. Like Yeah. <laughs> like trust me, you are not the only one. Um so yeah, back to <laughs> back to um back to what I was saying about corona and um sex though i wonder how our society is gonna act with like so what are we gonna do now are we gonna be out here saying like oh don't only bring me your testing for any stds but like are you positive for corona like is that what we're doing guys is that what we're doing (laughs) i mean shit like it's crazy how this virus has changed society like it's really caused like a stopping moment like the world really stopped for, what, so far, like, a, mo- a month, almost two months? This is about to make it two months? That's crazy. That's insane, if you think about it. Like, wow. Anyways, um, 
I'm probably going to wrap it up here, but I just want to thank any healthcare professionals. I highly doubt there are any listening, but they are doing amazing. I really do appreciate them because I cannot imagine working in a hospital right now. Like any essential workers, honestly, not even just healthcare professionals, any essential workers, yeah, out here risking your lives for us. Like they really are the goat. Like, and to think about, there's really other professions that are getting paid more than them. And just like crickets, honestly, because what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, honestly, what the fuck is that? These are people out here risking their lives for us. And like, honestly, it's sad that it takes a whole pandemic for them to get recognized and appreciated. But just some food for thought. Anyways, with this, I'm saying goodbye until next week.